0: Welcome to the Lafkate podcast. Lafkate is a seasoned teacher of the Word of God, an author and pastor of Vision Impact Church, a thriving church in Ghana. And now, today's message. I'd like to continue the teaching on the spirit of wisdom. And today, I've titled the message, Wisdom Ways. Wisdom Ways. Wisdom has a way that we need to walk in. But we have the right to choose wisdom as given by the Spirit of God. Because we have seen that it was necessary even for God himself to place on himself, so to speak when he became man in the name of Jesus Christ for the spirit of wisdom to rest on him the spirit of wisdom and so the Bible teaches says that Jesus had to grow in wisdom I heard somebody made a beautiful example that I like for instance this one before I say the next. If you bought a car for your child, a girl or a boy, and you bought them a Jaguar or a Rolls Royce, but they are only one year old, I don't think you expect them to sit in the car and drive. Your hope would that very soon they will be 18 and have the legal right to drive on the roads of Ghana. So the key will be there all right, but they have to grow up to fit driving time and fit into the car and drive the car. And so the person's analogy that I heard is that when you give your child a coat, if you are a man and you give your child, your son, your coat to wear, and they are only six years old, your 30 years age coat cannot fit them the coat is there but they must grow into the coat. and so the spirit of wisdom even Jesus as a human being had to grow in wisdom though the spirit of wisdom is available that is why it's important for us to crave for wisdom not that the wisdom is not available but we must desire wisdom and we must continue to grow in the available wisdom and so There are ways in which you prove that you are growing in wisdom. And you have to choose that way. James chapter 3. James chapter 3. And I like to read from verse 13 to verse 18. Put your Bibles with me. Let's read together. Who is wise and understanding among you? Let them show it by their good life by deeds done in the humility that comes from wisdom. But if you harbor bitter envy and selfish ambition in your hearts, do not boast about it or deny the truth. Such wisdom, and such wisdom is in quotes, That means it's not the real thing, but you call it the real thing. It's not. Such wisdom does not come from heaven, but is earthly, unspiritual, demonic. There is a wisdom that is demonic. Take note of that. For where you have envy and selfish ambition, there you find disorder and every evil practice. But the wisdom that comes from heaven is, first of all, pure. The wisdom that comes from heaven is, first of all, pure. Then peace-loving, considerate, submissive, full of mercy and good fruit, impartial, sincere, peacemakers who sow in peace reap a harvest of righteousness the apostle James the brother of Jesus Christ not the apostle he selected but this one is the elder the brother of Jesus Christ he is the one writing not James the apostle as James the elder was writing this when you compare this to proverbs you will say this is the New Testament book of proverbs if you take even just this chapter 3 but the whole of James is like the New Testament book of the wisdom book Proverbs and James is telling us that there is a wisdom that is earthly a wisdom of the earth don't we see so many people the fact that they went to school they think they are intelligent and so James calls that earthly wisdom and he says since everything is from spirit This earthly wisdom has its spiritual backing from demons, from Satan. There's one way that one will choose to operate and will be operating from the spirit of demons. And so he gave us a few descriptions to let us know when we do certain actions, we ourselves will see ourselves in the mirror and say, who is influencing me? Is this not earthly wisdom? And is, is it not born? of the devil. James said such wisdom harbors bitter envy, bitter envy. Have you envied someone, how they walk, you are envious of them, how they talk? You are envious of them. What they wear, your heart is filled with envy. I wish I can get what they have. Why should they be they having that and not me? I look at this person, the person they are marrying. And me, I'm still single. I look at that person, the car they are driving. And they are sinners. I wish I'm the one driving it. But you are a child of God. James is writing to church. He's writing Or he was writing and he's still writing to people supposed to be followers of the Christ. But your heart is full of envy. But he did not just say envy, but he said bitter envy. Bitter envy is witchcraft. Witchcraft. That is born of the devil. Selfish ambition. Why do you want to have what you want to have? What is the motive and the reason you want to be seen? Why do I want to stand here and hold the microphone? He said so that everybody knows that I can preach and teach better than anybody else. He said so that the world sees me on camera. He it so that you see me, and he said this is my pastor, and I feel big, and then I make you feel little because of my arrogance and my pride. Why? Why do you have that ambition? Is it for self promotion? Or are you thinking of the kingdom of God? Why do you want to make more money than the other person? So that your children go to the finest school. And everybody else go to Saito. And you are the famous person in town. Why? It's a wisdom that is born of the devil. This morning... I will not go so much into this earthly wisdom. I want us to go to the way of wisdom that James describes as coming from heaven. There's wisdom that is born from above. That comes by the Holy Spirit. The same wisdom that rested on Christ Jesus. And this is how you know that the wisdom you operate is from the Spirit of God. First of all, that kind of wisdom is pure. What is pure? Pure means clean. The absence of dross. Refined. That is purity. Righteous. Holiness. Clean. I know I said that. I don't know how to stretch the clean. Who can ascend the hill of the Lord. The Bible says in Psalm 24. The one who can ascend the hill of the Lord. Is the one who has a pure. A clean heart. You cannot see God. Unless your heart is clean. You may bathe with soap. With water. And put on the best of perfumes. And wear the cleanest of clothes. But this purity. Is purity of my heart. And your heart. You can't swerve God, you know. Our hearts can never swerve God. David said in Psalm 139, Where can I go to hide from you? Where? Where can I go to? There is nowhere your heart can hide from the Lord. So, wisdom of heaven requires that you choose purity. And perchance, you are struggling. God says, come to me. I will wash you. And I will give you a heart of flesh. A heart that is not pure. is a heart made of stone. Hard. Rebellious. Rejecting. Not wanting the things of God. That is a heart that is impure. But God said in Ezekiel. I will will give you a clean heart. That is made of flesh. And my spirit will live in you. No more hardness of your heart. Because with an impure heart. You cannot come to me. Proverbs chapter 14 verse 16 says, The wise fear the Lord and shun evil. They don't like anything unclean. Wisdom dictates that you hate uncleanness. You hate evil. You hate evil. It is only a fool. Anybody operating by the wisdom of the earth is equal to a fool. I didn't say that. It's in the Bible. When you operate by the wisdom of this earth, you see yourself as wise but God sees you as a fool. So Proverbs fourteen sixteen says, the wise person fears the Lord and hates evil. Joseph, the 11th of Israel chose purity of heart. Every time he was sure to walk pure. It is hard to live a pure life in your heart. It is hard. Because you live among human beings. And whilst you are choosing to be pure, righteous, straight, unbended, and unyielded, there are human beings who will call you names. They will reject you. You will feel lonely. I have known how to be lonely. I have. It's okay. Unfortunately for me, I did. Should I say unfortunately or fortunately? Maybe fortunately, I got saved very young. I didn't have any parties. So I don't have party mates. (laughs) And if you have schoolmates, you didn't join the party. And your schoolmates will become fewer by the day. When they go clubbing, you are not going clubbing. Why? Because something on your inside is tearing you up to want to be more like Jesus Christ. I don't know if you have been there before. You don't go to drink with them. I have never taken any strong alcohol. Does it make me better than you? No. That is why Jesus is calling for sin. He said, I came to seek and to save the lost. He never brings you down wherever you are. That is why Paul is in the Bible. He was a soul, and yet he got pardon. He received mercy. I didn't drink before, and I didn't party before, but I had to receive mercy for my arrogance, for my waywardness. I had to receive mercy. But once you come to Christ, there must be this hunger in you to want to be pure it's a way of wisdom to want to be pure and so joseph was wanting to be pure as a young man he went out with his brothers to the farm we don't know for how many times he kept going on to the farm with them and and their ways were crooked they were doing uh, deceptive deals lying cheating stealing and joseph did not like that and if it's you and i you say oh If I go and tell my father all their crooked ways, I'll be alone. They will hate me. They will not like me. It's better God likes you for the world to hate you. Hallelujah. Be on God's page and let the world throw you off. Than to be on the world's page and God does not take note of you. And so Joseph chose the way of God and would tell his father what is happening and, 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 and the Bible says the brothers didn't like him at all and I don't want to tell you the Joseph story this morning and, but finally because he began to have dreams then they said to him you are an arrogant person it's not enough for you to be telling on us when we do something small you tell our father and so you have this, this righteous standing with our father they didn't know that more than that he was having this righteous standing with the heavenly father they thought it was with only their father Jacob and so they were hating him upon all that he was dreaming and upon their dream now they said okay this is a good opportunity to get you out of here. Maybe some of you are here today and you feel like you have been thrown out of society because you are chosen to be pure, the wisdom way, and nobody understands you. You feel a rejection. You feel loneliness. And I want you to know that God is Clapping his hands for you. And eventually he went to Egypt where he, they, he was sold to Potiphar. And Mrs. Potiphar wanted to have a bit of him. And, and Joseph said no. Wasn't it easy? After all, when they shut the door, nobody will know what happened behind the doors. Will anybody know? Hallelujah. After all, it's only about five minutes maybe. And, 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 and then what? And then what? Nobody knows that. After all, wouldn't God have forgiven? Of course, God would have forgiven. But there's always a, a consequence for making the wrong choice. So how about asking the Holy Spirit to help you with the heavenly wisdom to stand for purity. And there is a reward also for it as we go on. There's a wisdom's reward. And Joseph decided that no, I am not going that way. I am going the way of purity. Hallelujah. The next thing James tells us about is wisdom, is peace loving. Peace loving. As I'm teaching the series, I'm applying. It's me God is teaching. It's not me God is using to teach you. It's me. I remember when I started teaching about wisdom, one of the days, maybe two, three, four weeks ago, I just did a series and I spoke about how Jesus exhibited this wisdom. And I just gave us three pointers. One of them is that in his silence, in his silence, and those of you who were here, you know it already, so I'm not going to go all the way back. But something happened, and it cut through my heart, and I'm like, wow. We just closed from church, and at the entrance, you see, you will always be given the opportunity to see where you stand. It's a mirror. The word of God is a mirror. As a matter of fact, James says that. And I stepped at the entrance in the courtyard, and somebody says something to me about the building we are currently building something innocently but immediately I I, I, I felt like saying something. Within 30 seconds, I said something I shouldn't have said and the person left and I left I think before I got to the chair the Holy Spirit said that is not wisdom you shouldn't have said anything, hallelujah and so it's not me coming to prove to you that I was for pastor, no I am craving wisdom and this is a checklist for me daily not just at church at home how am I doing by the spirit of wisdom? the next thing is peace loving the Bible says in Ecclesiastes chapter 7 and verse 9 do not be quickly provoked in your spirit for anger resides in the bosom of a fool think about it. If you are peace-loving, you love peace. You just want all people to be at peace. The solution to be a peaceful person, a peace-loving person, is to not be provoked and react quickly to provocation. People will provoke you. Things will happen But if you are, what I realize as I meditate on this scripture is that when a person is not at peace within themselves, they cannot be at peace with others. Anytime you are angry with somebody and you take it up and you gossip about somebody to somebody because they did this and they did that, you don't love peace because you are not at peace with yourself. James chapter 4 and verse 1 says, what causes fights and quarrels among you? Don't they come from your desire, from your desires, that battle within you? Within you, your desires. Your desires to be seen, the desire to be known, the desire to be big, the desire to have this and to have that. And you don't have it, and somebody has it. So already within you are fighting that person. You are only looking for an opportunity for them to say, or just step on your toe. In fact, they didn't even know what you are angry about, they didn't know they did it. But because you are at war within yourself, innocently, something some joke they cracked, some some laughter they laughed. So where they looked, you said they were looking at you. It's because of you they did what they did, but they didn't think that way. That is pettiness, littleness, especially among women. Please, can we rise above the pettiness to greatness? Because you're already angry always within you. Yeah, something pastor said, something my sister said, something my daughter, my, something. Why, why don't you just let it go? Because you are a peace lover. Because you are at peace with yourself. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives. Not as the world gives. The peace of God comes from the wisdom of God. And when you accept this spirit of wisdom and choose to walk. It's a walk. Everyday walk. Everyday taking a decision. My utmost decision is to love people. Oh yes. You can make your own decision. What? 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 When I die, I wanted to live in the sense of time that there was somebody. It's unbelievable. You think I've arrived? No. The more I declare, it, the more the Holy Spirit reminds me. You said your mantra is to love God and love people loving people see peace loving loving people means it doesn't matter what they do to you it hurts so you go to your hiding place and you cry and say god grace 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 give me grace to love them give me grace to love them don't you think the holy spirit will give you that grace to love them hallelujah Give me grace to be at peace with them. They don't want to talk to me, I want to talk to them. It hurts. My my flesh, pride is winding me up, but I refuse To accept pride. Pride is what will make you so angry all the time. And you refuse to be at peace. The Bible says in James chapter 4. It is because you are not at peace within. There's war within. And you take that war. You look at everybody's face. Who wants to enter into war with you? Who wants to fight you? Is it Ukraine? Is it Poland? Is it Russia? Who wants to engage you? This is Papua New Guinea. Where is the war coming from? I'm ready all the time. So all always we are working with this anger, ready to fight. Oh, peace loving. May we be a church that is peace loving. May we be individuals that are peace loving. Hallelujah. God bless you for listening to this message. Make sure to subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every week. Until next time, remember, Jesus came that you may have and enjoy life and have it in abundance to the full till it overflows.